Hello and welcome to the year in best of 36th man podcast. Join Chris, Eden, Anthony, Jimmy, and special guest Game Over Greggy as they turn back the clocks to 1996. What was game of the year? Was Heat Anthony's favorite movie of the year? Did Eden cry at the end of Toy Story? What was it about Shaggy's new single, Bombastic, that made it Jimmy's Song of the Year? Join us in a journey. Will the new 64-bit Nintendo console take on the Sony PlayStation? Game Over Greggy makes a bold prediction about the Virtual Boy and the 3D Takeover. This is the best of 1995. Welcome to the fifth or sixth episode of the 36 Man Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Eden Rotensky, and today with me is Jimmy, Chris, and Anthony, and a very special guest, Greg Miller. Welcome, Greg. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> this is the fifth or sixth episode. I'm you guys sure. sound like a professional, well-oiled machine. <laughs> <laughs> really good at this. So t- yeah. today is a little bit of a special episode. It's not a regular, everyday old episode, partially because our friend Greg is here, and partially because we're going to go through all our favorite things from the past year. Ooh. 2013. <laughs> Wait, that is what year it is, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Good year. <laughs> all right. So how was your guys' 2013? Oh, it's great. Uh, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah, yeah me too. How was it as a whole? Yeah, I I had a child, so it was pretty crazy. So you flushed it all away. 2013 <laughs> is, the, is when you just gave up. It was. That's going to be the year, and it's going to live forever. <clears throat> Mine was great. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Whoa, How was your big Christmas? Yeah. It was a masterpiece. A masterpiece <laughs> <Yeah>. year. <laughs> Breaking my mold of 9.0 for everything. <laughs> Jimmy only reviews games if they're nines. <laughs> if they're not, I never post the review. <laughs> this Nobody is an eight point five. This garbage. Review sucks. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> so, how was everybody's Christmas? We haven't, we haven't, we haven't spoke since Christmas. Oh yeah, we haven't. I oh, did. I before. texted you guys first thing in the morning. <laughs> yes, you did. I, <laughs> I got Zelda. That was the big thing. Zelda and Fast Six on Blu-ray. Those are my Ooh. two big things. Oh shit. Yeah, my girlfriend oh, got shit. me the the Steelbook edition one, with like all the extras that I'll never watch. But I was really excited about it. You don't want to see all that Paul Walker cleaner. footage. <laughs> a vacuum. <cleaner. laughs> Too soon. Too oh, soon. Good. Did you buy it for yourself, or did you like get it from someone? My in-laws bought it for me. Oh, they must like you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the seal of approval. <laughs> 
Or they're trying to tell you something. Uh, mine was good. I uh, I got to play Santa Claus for the first time ever in my life. <laughs> Did you actually Brown dress crazy. up? Yeah. <laughs> really? Um, I dressed up. I was a sleeker, new hipster Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> it, it was crazy. It was the first year in my life now being a parent that um, Christmas wasn't for me anymore. It's not. It's just not for me anymore. You know, it's like it's for my son now. So. I didn't really open any gifts or anything. It was like I sit up late, put together all the stuff, and then, yeah, uh, it was weird. Totally different <laughs> now. Would you say it's better to have Christmas with kids or without? Because a few of my friends were talking about this. It was just like my Christmas was literally stay at home, play video games, watch Walking Dead, and drink Bailey's versus, my advice you know, to everyone is wear a condom. <laughs> Don't make I think the you've same given that advice a few times. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas future. Uh, yeah, it it's um it's different. It's different. He's only like three and a half months old, so I couldn't tell you. He ain't gonna remember it anyway. So he doesn't even <clears> get it yet. It's definitely different. So wait, you dressed up in a Santa costume for a three month old? No, no, I didn't. I was in uh, <laughs> boxer shorts. That was okay. It. White beater. That had a. <laughs> yeah, that had a little bow on the front. Sig hanging out the mouth, <laughs> drinking whiskey. Greg knows me too well. You were like so let's, Dynasty Christmas. Let's let's <laughs> jump let's jump right into this list. We got a long list of stuff here. Yeah. Holy crap, we do. We do. Let's let's start with music. Our heavily ignored topic. Yep. Our, our, the what this podcast is supposed to be fifty percent about, yet we <laughs> we speak briefly on at the end of every episode. That's one of our New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So what what was your guys' favorite uh, favorite albums of this year? Is one of your New Year's resolutions to be keeping track of what episode number you're on? Because I would say start there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we yes. got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got this. I think we're on six or five. A lot of I think's going on. <laughs> this isn't not a lot of I knows. This isn't this isn't numbers. <laughs> this is the best of episode. That's it. Yeah, It'll be just yeah. called the best of or the last of the year. The Mannies. <laughs> um, it's the sixth. Okay. okay All right. Good. So, what's everybody's best album of the year? <laughs> <laughs> you can start. Uh, mine is Father John Misty's Fear Fun. I listened through it ever since it was released almost Wait, every day. You saw that down? I didn't hear it. <laughs> okay. Father John Misty? My favorite album <laughs> of the year was Father John Misty's Fear Fun. Father John Misty is the lead singer of Flea Foxes. <laughs> oh, And cool. it is very, very good. <laughs> Actually, Father John Misty is a drummer of Flea Foxes. Crap. Oh, burn. You don't even know what you're Music talking about. Shots I just like the Get album. The fuck I don't out of here. <laughs> it is a fantastic album, though. I Jimmy. am bad at music. <laughs> I'm Jimmy. writing this down. Um, you're writing your favorite, favorite album down right now? Yeah, no. My favorite is uh, Anamanaguchi, Endless oh. Fantasy. They're, they're like my favorite band ever, and I like that they finally are getting recognition. It's cool. Yeah, it's a good good album. Probably their best. How often have you listened to it? Um, every day on the way to work in summer, like the whole summer, I listened to it. And then when I got to work, I would listen to it, just kind of on repeat. 
and then I went and saw them live and that kind of like revitalized me toward it. So basically all summer and I've like continued to listen to it. It's just never gets old to me. Hmm. They're good. I'll have to listen to it. Never heard it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Anthony. Uh, mine was uh, Pillow Fight, self-titled album by uh, Emily Wells. It's a, uh, I don't know, it's just a kind of weird hip-hop, soulful uh, song. I don't know. She sings. It's not. It's not rap or anything. The beats are are very hip hop grounded, and um, hmm. got a lot of play. And they put a an instrumental version at the end, so you can hear all the music without her singing on it, and it sounds completely different. Hmm. That's cool. I really enjoy it. Greg, Mr. Miller. Well, I'm stupid when it comes to music. Everyone knows this. <laughs> I like Weezer. I like Taylor Swift. I like Damon. <laughs> Uh, so I can't pick Damon or Brian. They both put out albums this year, so I can't pick either of them. They they cancel each other out. And then Taylor Swift didn't have a new album this year. <laughs> then I thought about putting in the Nashville Season 2 Volume 1 soundtrack that came out. <laughs> but that seemed like a cop-out, even though it does need to be known that, that is, that's fantastic. Because that's just fantastic music left and right. I don't think, see, that's the thing nobody gives credit to Nashville for. First off, fantastic TV show. Secondly, great country music coming out of this thing on par with what you hear on the radio already, but they're doing it as a weekly show and then putting it out as, you know, it's just dynamite is what I'm saying. This is what you need to be doing. Listening to the natural. <laughs> but for uh, album of the year, I'm saying The Life and Times of Johnny Valiant by Ritz. He's a rapper from Strange Music, Tech Nine's label. Uh, I enjoy right. it quite a bit. Tech Nine? That was in the snow. Oh, shit. You know, because of you, I've been wanting to check out Nashville. You should. When Why that show you? is airing, when it's currently playing, like like half your tweets consist of Nashville, <laughs> and it makes me just want to go check it out. Right. You should. Because everybody <laughs> thinks they're going to do it as a joke. Oh, Greg likes this show. I'll see what this is all about. Ha ha, he's stupid. And then they all get hooked. If I, I mean, Colin Moriarty <laughs> has the blackest heart I've ever met. And if he's hooked by the drama. And the country music, everybody can do that. <laughs> You're telling me Colin watches it? Yeah, well, he used to. I mean, it's one of those things where Colin's thing is that when new TV comes around that he likes, Colin lets it all build up. So immediately we get out of sync pretty quick. And the fact that I, I like to watch – if I like a show, I'm going to try to watch it you know, week by week. Right. So we can't watch it together, which means I don't know what's going on in his room anymore. So I'm not sure how caught up he is on season two. It just got It just ended, so I'm not sure if he was putting him off or what his plan was. Yeah, that's how my wife is. I hate that shit. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a, there's so many shows I run into that I then go, man, I wish I would have, you know, like I, I for Breaking Bad, like oh, I had right. tried to get into it early on. It didn't stick for me. So then I did Netflix for the first three seasons. Then I watched all, I bought season four off of iTunes. And then for season five, I was week to week and I hated it. And it's like, if only I could have somehow, you know, not have jumped down this hole yet. If I could have just done it all in a weekend, that would have been great. Right. That's yeah, what I did. just poops off that shit. That's how I do yeah. it. Oh, poop sock drop. <laughs> Already. <laughs> it's the end of the year, dude. Yeah. End I, of the year I podcast. Anything goes. If you need to shit in a sock, do so. <laughs> Just make sure it's a tube sock. Well, of course. <laughs> so moving on from best album then. Well, what's what was, yours? Dude? What was the? Uh, oh, oh yeah, what's I, yours? Shit, I forgot. You stupid idiot. <laughs> My my favorite album this year is uh, by Local Natives. It's a the album's called Hummingbird. I it's like by a band called Local Natives. That that album is fantastic. I've heard this. And one. I almost forgot that it yes. came out this year because it's it's it came out in January, so it was almost a year ago. But 
That is it. Local natives. Damn, so it, it held out strong the whole year, huh? Yep. I have to, like, when I went to make this list of of albums, I honestly only had maybe five albums that were on my radar all year because yeah, I've been listening too. to a lot of old stuff this year. Like, it, this was the year that I went back and just started listening to, like, all of Neil Young's back catalog and it just listening to just tons of old stuff. My my Spotify radio was on, like, 70s light rock for, like, eight months. No joke. So That's not bad, I, I didn't discover much. That's a good thing. Yeah. So, best moment. What was the best moment of the year? And to, to define best moment, we also have greatest personal achievement on this. So, maybe not a personal moment, maybe like a moment in the industry. What's your best moment? Mine? Yeah. My my best moment for me was the Microsoft flip-flop. <laughs> Like I, I, that was so, uh, that was so interesting to me, because well, it ties into another best of later on on the list. But yeah, that 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 was mine. I found it incredibly interesting. Jimmy, my best moment. What's your best moment? Ooh. Um, that whole Beyond Three Hundred weekend was probably the peak (laughs) of my year. I thought you were gonna (laughs) say the new Beyonce album. Oh yeah, that I never listened to. Yeah, I I don't know. That was like I was working forty five hours a week over the summer, so that was really the only extended period I got off. And then I got to go to San Francisco, like California, for the first time. Then the whole weekend was great, and I got to hang out with my dad a lot. That was all just great. There was no problems the entire weekend. Like everything worked. Like the airport got there, hotel was fine. Like, these are all things that never work out with when my dad's involved <laughs> because he's like nuts. Everything's like last second, but we got the tickets early. I like, we made sure everything was good. And I was like waiting for something to break down, but nothing did. Mr. Champagne figured it out for me. Well, he does. <laughs> Mr. Champagne's a fixer. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I was honestly surprised. Though. Like, I'm joking, but nothing works out for us. And that's what makes our family great. Like everything always falls apart, but beyond 300 went perfectly according to plan. And that was really refreshing. (laughs) The whole weekend was great. (laughs) For me, it was that moment, like when we just finished recording our album, because we were locked in a studio for three days, me and my band, like sleeping in the same room. And I was just really, really happy to be done and to uh, not be around my stinky guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> Does he listen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, hi, stinky it, It's guitarist. all out of love, Jerry. Hi. <laughs> Our first bad iTunes review uh, coming soon. <laughs> Anthony? Um, well, for me, I just I picked a game moment. It was when... Uh, when I got to play as Ellie, The Last of Us, that that whole moment when I when I realized I was playing as her, it was just it was nuts. It blew my mind. Like I wasn't ready for that, and I really enjoyed it. I think that's what what I liked about it most is how much I enjoyed as her. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Greg. Well, you're trying to change him and say industry moments and not personal moments. You can go to hell because you gave me the list with no instructions. So I was very, I was very particular on my choosing. So they didn't go on top of each other. 
Uh, my best moment I put down, and this is, you know, best moment, like, probably most, you know, whatever, touching, whatever, that I'll remember from 2013, games-wise, was finishing Gone Home. Uh, hmm. Anthony that will remember night. that forever. Yeah, I'll remember that. Yeah, I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard Anthony doesn't like it. Dude, well, but, uh, there you go. There's always got to be somebody with bad taste, so the rest of us have bad taste. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and obviously you. Um <laughs> I don't know, man. I just wasn't expecting that. I went in there expecting to actually play something and, and have a challenge or or some sort of obstacle or resistance somewhere. It was, it just wasn't what I expected. Yeah. He didn't know what he was what he was getting into. Yeah, I didn't. Were you scared I, at all when you were playing it at the beginning? Did you get creeped out? Yeah, and that's the thing. I like, I thought something was gonna happen, dude. I was waiting, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> shit's gonna go down. The light just popped off, and you know, but nothing happened, and. I don't know. I think I was just kind of let down. I was expecting something that wasn't there. I mean, I get what it is. It's, I just, I don't know. It didn't do it for me, though. <laughs> I played it with Warren the other night. I finished it on, I guess, Boxing Day night or whatever. And oh. he was sitting beside me while we did it. That sounded weird. But, <laughs> uh, and yeah, he, he was the same way. He just found it really anticlimactic and oh my god this is getting worse and just didn't enjoy it he felt about the same way so I can see how some people are like that but it's probably one of my favorite games as of late oh save that I like towards the end shit around the house. I took all of the cups in the house and tried to throw them in the basket <laughs> <laughs> yeah none of that when I was playing it none of that dawned on me to do like that, I was like, I was so lost in that story and what I was trying to do or what I thought I was trying to do that, like, it wasn't until the end when I beat it and I quit back out to the main, you know, page of Steam for the game and I saw all these like fo- screenshots of everything from the house piled in one room. I was like, oh, <laughs> right, yeah, you, you totally didn't have to play this all seriously and close to the best like I did. <laughs> that was all my second playthrough. Like, I just went, I knew where all the cues were, so I went through the house and just. I tried to overload my RAM and everything by putting everything in one room. Because <laughs> that game, when it came out, was really buggy. So, like, if you had too much stuff in a room, it would crash. It was really fun to see how far you could push it. Yeah. So, coming off of that, then, Jimmy, what's your favorite? Yes. What's what's the best new product of the year? There's a tough uh, one because new consoles came out, too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Honestly, I didn't even that much stuff this year because i was just waiting for the ps4 um so is that yeah that, that I, i'll have to go then? with ps4 mm. ps4 for sure that's a good product i've had no problems <laughs> with it this is a good product here yeah well, <laughs> all my shit seems to break so like my vita's broken <laughs> oh, everything sh- breaks yeah my my left trigger just like <laughs> sticks in my vita and it's kind of annoying it doesn't work anymore but yeah ps4 no problems installed the patch mm. over usb just in case the internet would crap out i like that it's a good product it's, i've been had no trouble downloading anything or no crashes or I, every ea game aside i've had no crashes you should buy but an yeah, xbox that's one a good then. product <laughs> uh, if i had 500 yeah, i honestly would because i want to play with the connect i i was in chicago and got to play with one and i actually liked the connect a lot more oh, than i thought i would fucking i don't jesus it christ was fun to goof around with what do you? I mean, what do you like the idea about the talking to the TV or like actual Connect games? I I like playing with it. I I've never used one. I never used a PlayStation Move. I got over the Wii in like six months. Mm-hmm. Never used the original Connect. So 
like motion controls for me are still totally new because I like waiting until things are kind of perfected before I jump in so I don't get soured and like when I was playing with it in like a crowded mall and it was working I was like well there's there's something to this and uh it was it was cool I like I want to play games on it like you should play it in my empty living room yeah it's not good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't like talking to tv i wouldn't do that because i you can do the voice controls on ps4 and i don't but i would like to do the sign in with your face and you know waving at it i think that's kind of cool and just like little things that i know will work make me happy jimmy yeah yes what do you feel about nintendogs i like nintendogs <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> i bought the like connectimals ios game i did too just so i could play with animals and i bought Ob's animals or whatever, <laughs> just so I could flip around the cats. You got some what's, good trophies, yeah. What's your What's your favorite product, uh, Eden? Uh, I said the Yahoo Fantasy Sports app because last year it sucked so hard, and then this year they put all of the sports into one app, and it was awesome. And when you play a lot of fantasy sports, you don't want to have seven apps on your phone, so. It wasn't a PlayStation 4, because I don't own the one yet. It was not a PlayStation 4. Oh. <laughs> Anthony. Um, mine is the Native Instruments Machine Studio. The drum machine sampler MIDI hub that I use for all my um, all my production. It runs everything. It's fucking amazing. You guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> How much did it cost? It costed a grand. Yeah, it sounds Ooh. like it. <laughs> just the name sounded like a thousand dollars what about you greg uh, i put down remote play like not not the ps4 so much and not the vita by like neither of these things by themselves i thought were the best <laughs> product of the year but remote play has been awesome just i didn't expect to care about it i had seen sony screw it up before with the ps you know psp to ps uh three and then ps4 you know it's, it, you, you didn't expect anything good to come from it but actually being here where Colin wants to watch football and I want to play Assassin's Creed and I get to do that on the same, you know, in the same room. Or I was up in Seattle for Christmas. I was able to, you know, come back to my PS4 and play Assassin's Creed without lugging up the PS4. I was really blown away that it actually worked. Wait, you did it over the internet? I did, yeah. And that worked? Yeah. Whoa. I haven't even tried that. I just assumed it wouldn't. Well, it's it's a, from what I, I mean, it all comes down to how good a connection is and then how the game was made for it too. I've heard, different rumors about the availability for what people can do with the remote play. And the reason Assassin's Creed works so well is, and this is all rumored, obviously, is just the fact that it was built understanding exactly what it does okay. and how it would work. And so you hope going forward more people do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. Show. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's tons of horror stories. There's people who are tweeting oh, yeah. me about it where, you know, oh, my God, I'm, I'm whatever. I think it was like, you know, half an hour away and it wouldn't work. But for me, Seattle to San Francisco – I was playing Assassin's Creed with no, and I was able to play Encounter and, you know, drive the boat, or sail the boat. That's what you do with boats. I almost said fly the boat, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> and there it is. Okay. Were you on fiber on both ends, or pretty strong? I mean, I'm cable in San Francisco, and then you know, I guess I was at my girlfriend's parents' house. I assume they're cable as well. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Cool. I'll have to try yeah. that. My my favorite new product. And I'm, I probably will get shit from this. Was my Pebble, my watch? Oh fuck yeah! Oh. I knew you I, were gonna say that. I don't know how, I but I forgot knew you were all about that. that. I love the shit. I, I swear, fucking the Pebble has like changed my lifestyle, because I don't even keep my <laughs> really. I don't. 
Yep, I don't keep my Are ring you on. About I don't pet keep. Rock? Yes, my pet rock. No, my watch. <laughs> um, no, my watch. I don't. Keep. I don't keep anything on on my phone anymore. Like my ring, my vibrate, everything on my phone's completely silent all the time now. All my notifications come through on my watch. And like right now, I have a battery indicator on my watch telling me that it's about to die. And when my watch is dead or I forget it or I don't have it on, I don't get messages on my phone. Like it's almost like that's just part of my phone now and that's just how it is. Like I don't know how to explain how it's changed. It just has completely changed the way that I receive messages and stuff like that. Like, what do you think of the aesthetics become, of it? Um, I, it could be built better. I mean, it's it's definitely a first generation product. Like, it, it's I scratched the shit out of the the screen like the first three days I had it. Um, I put a new band on it. The band that came with it was eh. And the build quality is like it's decent, you know. It's it's not fantastic, but it's decent. And just its functionality, especially now with iOS seven. Excuse me, with yeah, iOS seven, the way that it works, it's like the functionality of it has changed the way that the way that I receive my messages, like totally. Cool. And I know a lot of people. I'm think interested in that technology. Yeah. It's. I feel like that's gonna see a big bump. Wearable tech is definitely, yeah, I think so. Especially if Apple gets into it, you know? Oh, that'd be great. I know it would work then. Yeah. About all that. So who had the best press conference? Or the Samsung one sucked. What? I said Sony Sony at E3. Yeah, Sony at E3. I think think that's like a unanimous thing. That's what I wrote down. Right, the that was Sony... almost my best moment too. But like, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to double up on everything. But I mean, the Sony E3 press conference, right, was like, fine. It was fine, fine, fine. And then Jack Trenton came out and just like started throwing haymakers at Microsoft. <laughs> we were like, oh yes. shit! <laughs> yeah. I, it was like you watching there, the Tyson so... Holyfield fight That's like cool. all over again. I thought Microsoft was gonna go bite his ear off. It was so bad. It was like, holy shit! One yeah. hit after another after nice. another. Yeah, I'm sure. In person, it was probably really electric. So, I mean, that's pretty unanimous, right? Is there anybody else that had a better press conference this year? Does anybody disagree? Nope. No. Ubisoft was close. Ubisoft was really good. but Yeah, you know. Ubisoft had great games. Like, that was the thing yeah. about – I mean, they came out – like, they were definitely the people who came out with, like, you know, this is why you need to be excited for next gen. Like, you know, that we're able to do these kind of games that then don't come out. But that aside, <laughs> a really good conference. <laughs> I felt really pumped after the Ubisoft one, but, like, overall PS4 and everything, it, like, really followed through, which was the best part of that press conference, is it wasn't full of disappointments. Yeah, Yeah, it was good. It was, like, a relief, because, you know, Sony can, like, get up there and just massively fuck it up. Like, I was almost (laughs) counting on them to do it. Of course. I was like, come on. And then it worked out, and I was like, oh my god, is this real? (laughs) I was real nervous. I was real nervous <laughs> that they were going to go up there and just totally pilfer something. <laughs> Made me shaky. <laughs> so if we're all unanimous on that, then, uh, Jimmy, what was your greatest personal achievement this year? Oh, um, uh, 400 Twitter followers was cool. That was a big one. <laughs> well, you know, bra- I broke 100 after Beyond 300, and it, it's grown a lot since then. And just, um... You know, the website that I like, st- I started with a friend, it's doing really well. That's going great. That was my big achievement, that it 
all came together and we've had some good content and I made a bunch of friends through it too, which was really, really nice. And uh, this podcast is one of my biggest achievements so far. Hey. Yeah, this is just a big year, honestly, like, for me. Yeah. Every million things. Episode seven and going strong. Or six. Or six. Wait, six. Or I five. thought we were on no, eight. What do you know? <laughs> it is six. <laughs> I looked. Eden, what's your biggest achievement this year? Personal achievement. Uh, probably becoming a speaker. I spoke at like 10 conferences this year, so I got to travel a lot and do a lot of stuff, and I'm usually about like 10 years younger than everybody else that's there, so it was kind of a big deal. That's rad. Anthony? Uh, for me, mine was uh, taking up CrossFit. Even after I went for the free first day and I almost died. Uh, I the still... Connect game? Uh, no. CrossFit. <laughs> I, I, I know nothing about Connect. <laughs> that shit's intense, man. I almost died that first day. I didn't finish. Throwing up. Almost passed out. <laughs> Throwing up. I would have quit. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I signed up. <laughs> I was like, give me more of this shit. Greg. It was crazy. Uh, I put down the growth of the YouTube channel. The personal one I do, the GameOverGreggy.com one. Uh, that's been fun building. You know, we're coming up. It'll be two years this summer that we've done it. So it's one of those things where it's just been fun to create this content and see people take to it and come and support us and subscribe and actually be there and have conversations in the comments and submit questions and stuff like that. Yeah, and you've had How do you some feel really, about getting really up in the morning cool and answering comments? I really no. hate that I started doing that. That was, really, that was really a dumb decision on my part to say that I'd be in the comments at 6 a.m. every day. And every – I always – I'll try, in 2014, I'm going to try to change it just to alter it to where I answer questions maybe at like 8 a.m. That way I can still get up at 6 or a little after, get ready, get to work, and then do it from there rather uh. than – that uh, screw up the day where I start at the computer, then go get showered and walk for Tillo and do all the stuff and then go to work. The internet's going to hate you. Yeah, I don't no, know how I, you do that. I really oh doubt God. any of the people who get up at 6 a.m. will care. <laughs> I'm surprised every time you answer me. I'm like, how the fuck? I could never do that. I can never get up at 6. Yeah, it's, I'm only it's... up because of work. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that's the whole thing. I'm just trying to get to it. You're like, ah, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, though. I'm not going to lie. It's fun. Yeah, no, no, we're super lucky. I'm glad so many people come out to support us and talk to us. Yeah, I'm sure a ton of people are really happy that they get to hear back from you because that's a cool part about YouTube. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole point of it, you know what I mean? The way we do Greg Ways and Conversation with Colin is that it's, it's you know, people lose sight of the fact that we're doing content that we'd like to think they're driving, you know what I mean? Like, people be like, this mm -hmm. topic sucked. I'm like, you suggested it. Someone <laughs> suggested this. Like, I didn't think to ask Colin about paper or plastic. You said it. Yeah, yeah but it works. It's working well. I mean, I've been personally enjoyed pretty much everything, yeah. so it's hey, working. Hey, Greg, I have a question for you. Yeah, I have Have questions. you purchased a new table? Yes. Uh, no, that's Colin Moriarty's responsibility and he <laughs> when he returns this this uh, week from uh, New York. But we have a uh, you'll get uh, tomorrow's Gregway or not Gregway. Tomorrow's Game Over Greggy show, the podcast. Should, it'll be interesting, I think. We it's it's one of my favorite visual shots of how we had to shoot it without a kitchen table. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> well, for me, my personal achievement was having a child. That I, that I wasn't expecting to have. Uh, 
How original. Yeah. Uh, having a son. So, um, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy year for that, that stuff. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Who, who made the best apology? There was a lot of fucking apologies this year. Video, at least video game wise. Um, if you guys know what I'm talking about, Jimmy. All right, I thought this was like personal apologies, so I'm gonna go with that. What I wrote that. Um, See what I mean? He gives you, you, you no instruction. Well, I like that. Hey, that's fun. Makes for um, a good, good show. One of my friends on Twitter, Carl, he was tweeting about how Stealth Inc. went like it went on sale on the PSN, and then a week or a month later, it was on Plus, and he was bitching about it. And I'm kind of friends with the PR guy at Curve. And I like we, me and another guy, we kind of just rip on him a lot. And so, I like tweeted and mentioned him in it. And I was like, "What do you have to say, Rob?" And the guy was like, "Hey, there was a reason I didn't mention him. I didn't want to bust their balls or anything." And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I thought it was just like a joke, blah blah blah." And it ended up they were fucking with me, but <laughs> um, I felt really bad because I didn't know. I mean, I didn't think it was that big of a deal to him, but. It, it I felt bad for a total of five minutes about it, and it was that was like my big apology for the year. I I try and stay out of things on Twitter, but or on the internet basically. But yeah, that that was pretty bad, but also funny in the end. <laughs> Eden, uh, for me, I don't know if everybody else noticed this, but I thought that like sexism in video games was like extremely prominent in video game news over the past year and. A little while before that, but I thought that uh, the Blizzard guy who re- who replied to the sexist comment that he made, I thought that that apology was really well thought out versus what happened with Dragon's Crown and Kotaku. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was really, you know, modest and just well said and wasn't rude at all. And it just, it acknowledged the fact that they said something that was a little bit iffy and it's nice to see that, especially when you see some of the kind of icky ones, where it's just like, uh, well, I have a penis, so go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good hmm, apology. I'll read it. Yeah. Anthony. Um, well, I guess really the only one I could think of, the, uh, the Microsoft DRM thing. You know, them, yeah. Then reversing their, their stance. Without I thought really... about that, but they never really apologized. Well, I was about to know? say that without really like apologizing. Yeah. <clears throat> They're like, you wanted this. Yeah. But all on <laughs> well, you. now you got it. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine, thanks. Everything works. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Greg? Um, you, well, now you've made me change my mind. Because, again, I didn't think about this in the gaming sense. So I put down originally... All the stuff that's been happening lately with Shia LaBeouf, where he's apologizing, oh, but he, he's just, he's just yes. plagiarizing other people's apologies. Oh my <laughs> Which I'm sure is going to turn out that this is all just a publicity scheme for the movie or whatever. I don't care. Good on him. But Eden made me think about it a bit more as far as gaming. I really enjoyed, and I this is another one where I, I didn't do any research, so I'm not sure if it actually was this year. Shit. No, I don't think it was. Maybe it wasn't. Hold on, let me Google. I was going to say, all right, so I'm saying Shia LaBeouf right now. And then I'm going to say, if not, if it was, I think it was 2012, though. When, when did the Tomb Raider stuff happen? About the rape Early stuff? 2013, I think. That was this year. Was yeah. it? Yeah, when did we'll Tomb Raider come out? Year. We'll call it this year. Wasn't it right, Tomb Raider? Yeah, we're doing that then. Uh, when they, 
hold on, extended interview. I'm on up at noon. This is how it is, by the way. I gotta Google my own show to see when it was. No, <laughs> that was 2012. Reference. The apology was in 2012. I strike oh, it from shit. the record. I thought it was I'm this sticking... year. Well, that's when the game came out, so it's confusing. But I'm saying I'm going with Shia LaBeouf then. Plagiarizing apologies in his apology. <laughs> Wait, what Wait, happened the Tomb with Tomb Raider? Thing? I want to hear it. Yeah, the Tomb Raider thing it. was at I forget what show it was anymore. They all run together, but one of the like devs who was giving a demo was being interviewed and he talked the about rape, that. right? Yeah, exactly. He said, Oh man, these guys are you know, they're attacking her, they're trying to rape her or whatever. Oh, and it yeah. got you know, Kotaku put up a story that there's rape in Tomb Raider and basically I was gonna call it out that, you know, for what happened is that you know, they put out a statement but then Carl Stewart, who at the time was, you know, doing he was like global brand director for Tomb Raider, came on up at noon and talked about it head on. And that's the whole reason he was there, is that he came on to say, you know, no, there isn't rape in the game. He just misspoke. Like, he didn't shy away. He didn't make it out to be, like, that this was, you know, they were taking out of the game or anything like that. He just came on to clarify something, which is rare, right? Like, it seems like when people fuck up a lot of times, it's they fucked up, they delete the tweet, and they don't talk about it. Or they put out a sit- one-sentence statement, and that's the end of it. But he came on to, you know, try to get his message to as many corners of the internet as he could, which I thought was not only a great idea, but the way he did it was awesome, I thought. Hmm. Wow. So, I remember that episode actually. Yeah, right? yeah. I thought that was this year. Fuck, man, this year. Yeah, yeah it, it all runs together <laughs> really <guess> so. quickly. <clears throat> I didn't so, even realize up at noon past a year, let alone almost two. Oh, now. it's gonna be two years, yeah. Yeah, fuck. it's like two years. That's fucking fuck, man. Time goes by. Wait, quick. did you start up at noon and Game Over Greggy around the same time? No, uh, Game Over Greggy had about, or I'm sorry, up at noon had about uh, what seven or eight months on Game Over Greggy. Okay. Because that was the whole start thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Start yeah. launched officially on January 31st, uh, 2000. That was that so thing? weird, that whole, like, start Bamo. Man, I forgot about all that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Does anybody play cricket? Does anybody play cricket video games? No, no. but I heard about that one. That's, okay, so that's, that's my terrible. best apology because that was outrageous. I don't know if any, anybody else heard about it. But Ashes Cricket no. 2013, those dudes... Whoever they subbed that development to, I, I don't, I didn't do a, a ton enough research to know, but it was Five Hundred Five Studios, uh, put out Ashes Cricket, two thousand thirteen on Steam, and it was so god awful terrible that they decided like two days after they released it that it would they were gonna cancel the game, so they they canceled the game, <laughs> but it had actually it had actually already came out, and. That was just like that's that's the first time I've ever seen something like that happen. And they have you can go online and read it. I can't. I don't have it in front of me, and I can't paraphrase. But the apology is it's pretty funny because they throw the developer under the bus. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember that. Yeah, I mean, what worked out for them though was that Five Hundred Five has an extreme aversion to like marketing any of their games, so like no one heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Woo! I was gonna say, you know, this, this, this would be a guys. bigger deal. <laughs> They were, I mean, their apology, they threw him under the bus, but like, they were like, they basically said like, we didn't check in on them either. And that was, I thought that was cool saying like, it's partly our fault. I mean, throwing the developer on the bus was mean, but they took some of the blame, which was yeah, it was pretty bold. If you get a chance, Google it and read it. Ashes Cricket 2013. It's an interesting, interesting. Yeah, that uh, whole press thing release. was. Uh, so I mean, speaking it, on it that. almost became a thing, which was funny. Yeah. So speaking on that, what was the biggest disappointment of the year? What do you think, Jimmy? 
Oh man, my biggest disappointment was the the bureau XCOM declassified. <laughs> like I knew that was gonna be bad, and I I fucking love XCOM so much. Like uh, Enemy Unknown is one of my favorite games ever, and I was like, "Whoa, this looks really cool. This could be a lot of fun, but it could also be terrible." And then they started doing those those new viral videos, you know, the live action ones, and they were really cool. And they're pumping yeah, they money were into really them. Good. Yeah, and I was like, wow, they believe in this. That's cool. I trust 2K. They put out some pretty decent stuff. And then it comes out, and it's, like, mediocre. And then I played it, and it was just – it's pretty bad. It wasn't it wasn't XCOM. Because the permadeath is there, but it basically forces you out of the permadeath even if you have it on. So it's, it's like, takes all the best stuff out of XCOM. It's like, okay. But yeah, that was my biggest disappointment, I think. Hmm. Eden, what do you think? The PS4 controller because it made me cry. What? Oh my god! Oh <laughs> But explain why. Explain why. Because it doesn't really fit good. in my hands. Oh. So I went to. Greg is now leaving the podcast. Avita yesterday. No, day before yesterday, and because I was planning on buying one, and I decided to test out the PS4 because I'm going to be getting one soon, but. I picked up the controller and I can't fit my hands around it, so that really sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so everybody was like, "Are your hands?" Yeah. I don't know. Like they don't fit around a beer can. Oh my god. But <laughs> like, so like the PS3 controller. Tweet me a photo of your hands right now. Take a phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some, I will. Put a, put, put a banana or something of some some kind of scale. A an iPhone. <laughs> a banana. Yeah, put the iPhone. Uh, yeah, your using. iPhone works. Your iPhones work. What am I going to take the picture with? <laughs> ah, man. All right, put I a shock Okay, I'll figure this out. But um, right. so like the PS3 controller was actually like the perfect size for my hands, and it's my favorite controller ever. Whereas, oh like, when I talk to other dudes Woo! who are usually have lo- larger hands, they they like the Xbox 360 controller a lot better from the last gen. And I personally wish I could bring my PS3 controller to the PS4 because oh. pain. Oh man! Well, I told you the only pain person to hear you who likes say that. that controller. Yeah, just just get that uh that Vita TV and do the um, remote play through it and use your. Your PS3 <laughs> that is we have answer. all these very we have all these yeah. very expensive solutions for you. Right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I would have to travel yet. to Japan <laughs> oh. to go get the Vita TV. Sony's only well, and it wouldn't work here console. yet, anyways. Yeah, Anthony, what disappointed you this year? Oh, Greg's gonna hate me again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Man of Steel. Oh no, dude! I'm not gonna hate you for that. Please, come on. Oh well, I, I seen that you you liked it at first. Is this another? I was I was fine with it. I was not like I was never over the moon about it. I, that was the big, you know. Rich George uh, used to work for IGN Nintendo. Uh, he used to do IGN comics before that. He's a huge comic book fan, and so I I got into a pre-release screening of it at E3 or whatever with the Warner Brothers people. And the next morning, I came in and I was sitting down. He came and sat down next to me. He's like, "How was it?" And I, I'm like, oh, it was good. And he's like, oh, God. This is the first time I've – if you're saying it's just good, this is, means it's bad. And you know what I mean? Like there's tons of problems, man, it feels. Don't get me started on that. Right. Yeah. 
and that that's the whole thing like i was just expecting i don't know why i had so high expectations but i just did and it it had so many holes in it that i was just super disappointed i didn't yeah, like where yeah. it went i haven't seen i it definitely yet. didn't like where it went yeah i agree with you there i enjoyed like the first hour and 10 minutes of the movie but Right, I mean, there was a lot of a lot of stuff that was good with it. Maybe more more good than bad, but there was just so much bad that it left a little it's bit. It's a of disappointment. A no, I yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was. It's not like I don't think it was a bad movie. I think I think it was better right. than Superman Returns. All these different oh, things, yeah. but it's still, it's not like I. You know, you watch those trailers and you're like, holy shit, they're gonna get it right. They're yeah, gonna make exactly. Awesome fucking mm-hmm. Superman movie from start to finish, and then you watch it like, ah, oh, no, yeah. didn't come out that way. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Hmm. So what was your biggest disappointment, Greg? Um, biggest disappointment. I put down no infamous. Like I, I, I don't. There's oh, nothing yeah. I really look. I don't really look back at anything and go like, oh man, I can't believe. But like when I, when you asked me for 2013, like imagine if Infamous Second Son had come out on PS4. You know what I mean? Like that's what we kept saying about both these next gen game systems, right? Is that there was no launch game you had to have, and you, you said right. for PS4 it's Infamous, and for you know the Xbox One it's going to be Titanfall, and not having it being, you know, obviously I'm a huge Infamous fanboy and a huge comic game fanboy. So it was like, if they could have had that and it could have been, like, think of like the numbers that thing would have sold. I mean, it still will probably, but that would have been like the, the for real, like, huge knockout punch to be yeah. like, hey, we're here and we're about games and this is what it is. And instead, it's one of those things where we're all just like, really like Assassin's Creed on it. And then there's the people who are like, oh, I've already played Assassin's Creed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. If they would have had that for launch, man, it would have been a little bit different. Not that it's terrible now, but you're right. My my next mm-hmm. gen my next my next gen game is Assassin's Creed Four right now. Right. I well, mine right now Dead PC Rising. Universe Online, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I think the thing that disappointed me the most was uh was Microsoft's flip flop. Like I'm I'm probably in the minority in this, but what they were going to do seemed interesting. It seemed crazy, and I could see why people got pissed off about it, but it seemed interesting enough for me to want to see where it was going to go and, and how it would it. do. Like, I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, people were pissed off. Internet, you know, online only. That doesn't bother me. I have, <laughs> I always have internet. So, you know, like right, right. some right. of their policies seemed like kind of outlandish but kind of different and kind of cool and i was i was wanting to see where that was going to go and then when they flip-flopped i was disappointed i was like ah that and the connect really disappoints me that thing is atrociously bad at least mine is <laughs> I, I i hear i'm in the minority on that too but my connect yeah. does some really fucking weird kooky shit when nobody else is in the room <laughs> well they crippled the system when they went back on their policies too like all those changes couldn't have been good for what they had going, you know? No, their infrastructure was built on that, and you could see how their their last-minute kind of flip-flop influenced, you know, a change in the architecture that was already built for something that they had been planning, which probably planning for a long time. So it, it disappointed me. I really wanted to see things go in that direction, and, and maybe maybe it was better for them in the long run. You know, maybe it was a better business decision to do what they were doing. I don't, I don't know, but... I, th- I definitely think that uh, I was interested in seeing what was going to happen with it. <coughs> so, best old game. So, what what game did you play more of this year that actually didn't come out this year? Oh, 
man. Uh, Hotline. This is kind of like um, a cheat, but Hotline Miami. I played more this mm. year than I did last year. That is honestly. In but you played on the Vita, right? Yeah, but I played the that PC came out one this year on the when Vita. it came out. I didn't hundred hundred percent the PC one. I got close, but you know, there's no graphics options, and it. I once I heard it was coming out on PS3 and Vita, I was like, oh, I'm gonna wait. And I waited and I waited and I waited, and that came out again on Vita, and I played it a ton. I played the shit out of it, and I like I'm really close to the platinum. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Other so that than was Burnout? cool. Yeah, other than Burnout Paradise, that's pretty far <laughs> up there. <laughs> They're both nines in Jimmy's book. No, Burnout can't be rated. <laughs> Eden. I played. Well, it was like Christmas time last year and then the beginning of the year this year, Mass Effect 2 and 3, because I wait, I guess, a long time to play games, but that was probably actually my favorite gaming moments of this year. It's probably one of my favorite games now. Three or two? Two is probably better than three. Yes, very much so. I would agree with you there. I love that game. Anthony, what did you play this year that didn't come out this year? Well, this year I started playing my PS3 a lot more because you kind of pulled me over to that. And uh, <clears throat> beforehand, it was always Xbox 360. If it was if it was on both systems, I played it on the 360s. So I started playing my PS3, and uh, I checked out Infamous Part One. You discovered Infamous. Yeah, fucking amazing. Shit was great. Like <laughs> I, I could I couldn't stop. Like I blew through that shit, <laughs> and uh, I tried to find every little piece of uh, fragment and. It was just it's All a great the shards game. And, yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait so to good. to get Second Son. Um, I need to play Part Two still though. But oh, what good, you haven't played Two? Time. Yeah, you gotta get going. Yeah, I know. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, school Jeez, starts. Get on there. <laughs> you're off. Playing. You're on break. Why haven't you played it? Oh, I'm pissed. Because I'm playing Assassin's Creed Four. <laughs> shit. Oh, go back and play Infamous. <laughs> Assassin's Creed will always be there. You got like the rest of the year for Assassin's Creed. Play Going like, Home Again. Home. Oh fuck you yeah, guys! All <laughs> <of you. laughs> I think I, I think I know Chris? what Greg's answer is gonna be. What what did you yeah, play? Yeah, what's gonna uh, be? I I feel like you're gonna say DCU. Hell yeah, I'm gonna say DCU. Oh, come on, <laughs> motherfucker! Let's talk about DCU. <laughs> it's like time with Cheat too because it's new again. It's now it's the PlayStation Four release. It's a brand new game. I know. You can't sit here and do all this but yeah god damn i love dc universe online you're catching me right now in the middle of my yearly moment where i fall off the wagon and all i do is play dc universe online it's just it's an an addiction that as soon as you give me multiple days off i will it's gonna happen i'm gonna fall into it and be out there just doing the stupidest stuff for like the little the little bit of a point increase on oh man i get my combat rating up if i just get 50 more feet well i know what i'm doing now (laughs) <laughs> spending replay tokens talking in a different language nobody knows what's happening uh, you, <laughs> have you, you played it on remote play at all version no i haven't I, it's one of those where i haven't even uh, that's the interface <coughs> is so complicated i have not even bothered trying to play it with remote play yeah i tried the other oh, night man. it was interesting how was it, it, it i played <laughs> for 20 minutes probably but you're right the interface <laughs> is like there's Fuck so much that. going on that, yeah, yeah, yeah no, thank you. Plus, those, those, cutting it, those cutting edge three-year-old graphics <laughs> need to be seen on my giant TV. <laughs> That's Ugh. probably true. 
Uh, <laughs> I played a shit ton of Dark Souls this year. Oh. I went back to it. Me I got too. about halfway through it, and something... I don't know what it was. I was listening to an old podcast or something. Something triggered like that. Oh, man, I got to go back. I got to finish Dark Souls. And so I spent I spent probably a good two, three weeks trying to play through Dark Souls again. How far it's one of get? those games that when you pick up... I finish it. Yeah. You it's the a vampire. fantastic game. Yeah. <laughs> game rules. <laughs> Dude, my brother can beat it in like 30 minutes now it's the only game he owns is dark souls because he sold all his consoles he just has a computer only plays dark souls he just <laughs> starts a new character every day and just beats it honestly like that's all he does it's crazy who somebody did that with demon souls and i can't remember who it was oh man that's hard that game's harder for sure yeah i like it though i get the feeling <laughs> that i'm probably not gonna touch dark souls 2 though unfortunately I just don't want to plug that fucking old console back in, man. I don't have room for it. I just, I'm, I'm bummed out about it. I wasn't gonna it, get it just until they announced that, that GFW is shutting down. Yeah. So, so speaking on the topic of games that we played, we all fessed up to playing games this year that didn't come out this year. If we would have taken that time and applied them to a game this year that we didn't get to play, what game would it be? Jimmy. Mm. Oh man, I played so much stuff that came out this year. There's got to uh, be like well, I there's got to be one or two games where you're just like, "Fuck, I really wanted to play that game and I just Oh, I really wanted to play the new Batman game. Damn you here. know, I didn't play Arkham City oh, until dude, I, so I never played it until I was talking to you when I played it. I played it in October and I was like, "Whoa, this is really cool." Cuz you know, I'm a Marvel fan, but um I loved <laughs> Arkham City and I was really excited about Origins and then I heard all the you know, like there are problems with it, and then a bunch of other stuff came out at that time. Like I think I got Rainbow Moon, and I had to blow through that. So, yeah, uh, I still want to play it. I got it on the Steam sale, and I'm excited to play it. But I just got like seven beta games that I have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna it. say something crazy right now. I actually enjoyed Origins probably slightly more than I enjoyed City. I, that that sounds fucking crazy. I know the game. <laughs> doesn't play as well and it's not as stable but there's something about that that story that just no i'm 100 percent with you yeah it, it's it just struck a chord with me being a comic book fan and starting to play it at the beginning of the holidays and the game is holiday themed and it just felt right something about it i don't know no yeah the, the story is one of the best batman joker stories you've seen in a while let alone oh, really like, a video game or anything else yeah, yeah like it, and that was what i think they had to walk a tightrope there of how do you market this game, right? Because you think it, it sold you. It's one of those games that sold you on one premise, and then you get six hours in, and you're like, oh, that's not at all what's happening here, and you need to play through it to understand that and get that. But mm -hmm. once you're going, like, I thought it was a blast, too. I had a great fun. It's, I, you, the problem with Arkham City, right, is that it was it's a huge game, so it was a huge story with all these different threads, whereas this one has a simple... Uh, my favorite games are ones that have a simple story for you to get behind, right? And this one's yeah, pretty exactly. simple. When you start playing it, you get it. Yeah, it was far more intimate than the other the other stories, which I love. Yeah, I love yeah. the costume in it. The, his costume's so cool, how it's like armored. I think that's really cool. And I've never heard, I've never seen Deathstroke before until the trailers, and he's he looks so cool. And I I think he's like oh, a really cool character in Arrow fight. too. I really <laughs> like him in Arrow. Don't get me so, started. Yeah, on I, that I'm gonna play it. Boss fight. 
I might finally get on the DC bandwagon. Yeah. Well, oh, shit. not the whole bandwagon, well, dude. Well, I really like Nightwing. <laughs> There's a few Nightwing's characters. Cool. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to keep up with both Marvel and DC because Marvel's reorganizing too. So I have to keep up with all the Spider-Mans. All the Spider-Mans. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of spiders. Oh, I know. <laughs> like Agent Venom and Amazing Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man. Then they have the villains, Superior Carnage. It's all. Yeah. All fucked up right now. <laughs> Time to reset. New yeah. fifty two. Well, they just did. That's the problem. They reset. Yeah, and they that wasn't a give reset. Carnage that was a soft reset. Comic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Carnage doesn't need a comic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Carnage kills people. Every issue. It's like cool. Good. Good anti-hero. He sucks. <laughs> it's like full killer, right? Yeah, that's why they say there's a cool Batman crossover where Spider-Man and Batman fight Carnage. It's really cool, and that was before Carnage sucked. But yeah. <laughs> what about you, Eden? Ah, uh, Assassin's Creed Four, and uh, it's particularly a game that I should play because the office I work in, everybody's obsessed with pirates, and every <laughs> September we all dress up as pirates, and we've been <laughs> in the news because of this and all of that. So everybody around Is September me were... like Pirate Month. Uh, September, I think it's 19th. I'm going to get in trouble for this. September 19th, I think it is, is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, yeah. And so everybody dresses up. And then, <laughs> so all of my office is, like, talking about Assassin's Creed 4 and pirates. And I'm just like, this is the only video game conversation I cannot partake in. And it sucks. And I feel like an outcast. <laughs> so I'm probably going to play that next after I'm done the Walking Dead games. Anthony, you um, missed a shit ton of games this year. I know on a personal level. Which yeah. one was? Which one do you feel the worst about? Um, it, same as Jimmy, dude. It's gonna have to be uh, Arkham Origins. And uh, you should feel bad about missing. I do. I feel horrible. <laughs> and, <laughs> dude, that happened right when I was in the thick of fucking school. I was like, I had no life and shit. It sucked. And now. I don't want to start it because it's on an old console. <laughs> Get it on computer. Just dude, yeah, dude, right. I don't like Anthony playing don't on computer, man. <laughs> I don't like sitting down in this uncomfortable ass fucking chair. I want to be on my couch. My big ass TV. <laughs> big picture. <sighs> oh my god. Well, give it give it a little while. Maybe they'll maybe they'll tomb raider it. Yeah. Then, oh, maybe, that was another one. Maybe I they'll add that shit too. You didn't play Tomb Raider? Come on. Dude. <laughs> Get off this podcast. <laughs> I was here for the music. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, did you miss anything this year, Greg? I didn't miss so much as not put enough time into stuff, right? Like, I don't, I don't think I really fully played Minu Kuni. Like, I touched it. You know what I mean? I got into it. I understood what Colin loved about it. But I never, like, you know, it's one of the, it's a JRPG, right? I didn't have an extra 60 hours sitting around to go through and, like, destroy it. Like, right. I wish I could have. Yeah. Yeah. But you, Chris? I, I, I'm looking at what I wrote, and I'm thinking that maybe it didn't come out this year now. It, did Dishonored <laughs> come out this year or last year? Last, last year. year. <laughs> Fuck, okay. Good so one. I'm, I'm way behind on that. I really wanted to play Dishonored. I really did, but I... I, I'm not sure that I'll ever get to it now. 
it'll end up on that that poor sad shelf with like Fallout New Vegas and some other titles. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm what? ashamed. Oh man, that I you guys, this is just gonna make me mad. <laughs> I don't like this um, topic. <laughs> so, uh, mine would have to be even though I played it and I put probably 20, 25 hours into it. Um, GTA Five, I haven't finished yet, and I really want to finish it, but there's just too much on my list to be able to finish it right now i think it's going to be next spring before i get a chance to get back to that which sucks yeah i'm just thinking i'm thinking in my head of these like this list of games that like i and i now i know i'm the odd man out because every single one of you have played it but i need to finish gone home and i really want to get into um the stanley parable i want to play that too oh, i want to play that Parable's so great. bad too it's Does anybody really know is that is that Mac compatible? Can I play it on my Mac or is it? Just yeah, PC? I think you can. I okay. think I tried to buy it for Steam. Okay, good. That I'll look bad. for you. That I'm going to check out. Um. So let's get controversial. Controversial. What's what's the best podcast this year? Hmm. <laughs> Ours. <laughs> we can't do it. Why? Uh, <laughs> like what podcast did you listen to the most of this year same as every yeah. year which one's that Beyond. try and take over the world <laughs> oh mine's a tie beyond and comedy button i listen to those are the two i listen to rebel fm on and off but comedy button and beyond are my two best beyond's probably better just because of 300 <laughs> All we should do is throw a live event, and that's how we win. <laughs> free pizza. Yeah. Free yeah. Pizza. yeah. Good pizza. Great pizza. For me, it was Design Observer. It's basically Debbie Millman interviews a bunch of graphic designers and kind of interesting people from different backgrounds and they talk about you know graphic design and branding and all that stuff and it's super well done and well produced and they have a lot of interesting guests that i probably wouldn't know about otherwise so i thought that that was a pretty cool one yeah i'll have to check that out super good what about you uh me i mine um obviously you know present company i listen to beyond all the time but the one I listen to the most next to that is the Nerdist podcast, uh, Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, I I just love the way he interviews people. You know, he brings on <coughs> his um, it, actually he brings on everybody. He brings on authors, actors, um, comics, and the way he interviews them not a typical interview. You know, talks he talks to them about like their personal life and stuff that they're interested in. So they actually get into the interviews and they have fun with it really enjoy the way they uh that he interviews somebody like every day kind of crazy mm. greg what do you listen to the most of i put down the moth uh the moth is a storytelling series that's across the country now mainly headquartered in new york though where people get in, on stage in front of a live studio or a live audience and uh tell a story based on the theme of the night and so the podcast is just different stories broken out like there's no real you know, set up, there's no interview. It's just like, here's basically someone's story from one of the nights put out on the, the podcast feed. And so like the reason, you know, that and this, it, right behind that would be This American Life. And I thought it was just a weaker year for topics for them. 
And the, I, these are shows that, you know, I, the most I've listened to is when I'm, you know, playing DC Universe, usually when I'm just doing something that I, the game audio doesn't matter. So it's just something that I can sit there and hear all these different stories over and over again in different ways. And I just really like that uh, structure and what they bring and getting to hear somebody's, you know, personal tales is always cool. Right. Hmm. I'll have to check those out. I don't think I've listened to that. My, my week isn't complete unless I listen to two different podcasts. One obviously is beyond and uh, giant bomb, like Bombcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta listen to Bombcast every fucking week, all three and a half hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, they can make that like this week's like ten hour fucking game of the year <laughs> podcast that they've broken up. Uh, I I could listen to that shit every single day. Yeah, I have one left. You have what? I have one left. Those oh, episodes. Oh, I still have yeah. two. I got I got two of them. Um, so I skipped one. Best YouTube video. Oh man. You said funniest. I think didn't funniest. You? Funniest YouTube yes. video. There's a difference. Don't go, don't go changing it around now. So what's the saddest YouTube video? <laughs> <laughs> YouTube I wrote down, um, first was the Star Wars conversation with Colin. That was oh. hilarious. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. thing. That was great. And um, Mike Diva's Rasta Claus video. I don't know if anyone knows oh, who he geez. is, but he's like... You're obsessed. He's like my favorite YouTube... <laughs> he's like... I got into YouTube because I saw his uh his left rights video for i'm on crack he's a really he does like really 80s 80s type videos that i like and um he did a a christmas video this year that was like (laughs) it was like a rasta santa claus and there was a song with it and it starts out all happy and like he starts changing all the stuff in these people's houses he like turns our tv into a steel drum he like turns their computer into red stripe and it gets like progressively worse because he like changes their dog into a jet ski and then he's like what? gonna change the their like the lady's pregnant and he's gonna change her baby into coconuts and he does it and it <laughs> turns out to be a dream but it's just like it's so dark but it's it's also really funny i, I bet like it him. looks amazing his stuff looks really good all the time yeah like uh his blood dragon video is really good too his trailer for that yeah yeah Eden. those are my funniest me what says you? What's the funniest well, thing you saw on YouTube this year? I watch probably too much YouTube. I subscribe to a lot of channels. Uh, so I couldn't really think of anything that easily. And one of the channels that I subscribe to is The Shaytards, which is a family with like five kids and they do a daily vlog. And a couple of weeks ago, they did a Sunday video and every Sunday they only do one take and they don't edit it at all. And he's talking, the dad's talking about their day or whatever, and then all of a sudden he turns around and his three-year-old's just peeing butt naked in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) And I, like, cracked up laughing for, like, a solid hour because just the whole thing was just, like, absolutely hilarious and unexpected. Hmm. (laughs) Also, I like potty humor, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, um, dude, I watched so much; it, it was kind of hard to nail down. Uh, yeah, this this was hard for me too. Uh, I'm gonna have to. It was two that I really liked. Uh, the first one was the Batman versus Superman, the Daily Show video. Did you guys happen to see that? Um, it actually had the actual voice actors, and they were going at it, like live action. It, it was funny. They were in their own house. Um, 
fighting each other and talking and it was kind of dope <clears throat> um and then the other one was the chuck norris splits on the airplane <laughs> that was pretty fucking awesome because people thought that was real <laughs> i uh yeah i hadn't seen that until you sent it to me the other day and then i spread it like wildfire yeah it was great <laughs> that was that was a good video what was the funniest thing you saw on youtube this year greg this is a, yeah this is a really hard one uh because it's one of those things where i don't know what like stood out you know what i mean like I, it's so much you right. watch on youtube and you love it for that minute and then it's gone and you forget all about it and so i put down incredibly vague vine compilations like, for some, <laughs> oh, yeah. like it, it's pretty terrible like my, when i go to youtube.com to punch something in all my suggested videos are like there's something you might love and it's all it's all vine compilations and then like one rooster teeth video but it's all based <laughs> on the fact that like when i have like moments to kill those are what i'll do i'll put one of those on and watch them and you know maybe 60% of it's forgettable and not that great, but there's usually something in there that'll make me laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, this was a hard category for me to pick something out of, too. Um, and this isn't something that was new this year, I don't think, but it was new for me. I discovered the Kid Snippets videos. I don't know if you guys have seen these. It's these two or three no. dudes who uh, they have conversations with their, like, two- and three-year-olds. And uh, <laughs> they, they, let, they let the two children talk back and forth have this whole dialogue back and forth for like five ten minutes and then they take that audio and they reenact it themselves uh lip syncing to oh, I've seen this. their kids dialogue and, uh, <laughs> fucking cracks me up every time i can't picture these grown men now without like their children's voices because i've watched so many videos of them but yeah kid snippets funny funny shit um. So let's see. What 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 do we got here? Well, before one, before we get into thing. the the. F yeah, go ahead. Sorry, one thing I want to mention is that I was out of that one video where the kid pees. Uh, the funniest YouTube channel is probably one that Greg I think introduced me to, which is Hot Mess Moves. It's like thirty oh. second clips, and it's so fucking <laughs> hilarious. You're right. That would have been a good one. I should have said that instead of Vine compilation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love hot mess moods. Please don't so tell well them done. I skip them over for that. Hot mess moods <laughs> is awesome. So is hot pepper gaming too. There's a whole bunch of awesome like things that popped up this year. Yeah, in terms of YouTube though, t for me it's like channels are more memorable than actual videos. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, because I definitely couldn't pick one of the kids snippets out. <laughs> um, so before we get into the final two, the big ones, what? Uh, what was, what was the best reviewed or or uh, most cherished game this year that came out that everybody talked great about? Anthony, I already know your answer. That <laughs> you just didn't fucking like, or or you just it just didn't click with you like it did with everyone else. It just made you fucking feel like you were in a hard minority. <laughs> you and Jimmy both. <laughs> yeah, yeah Greg, you start, away, you I, I just don't understand. Like, and I love Media Molecule. I love Little Big Planet. I play it and I'm like, I see what people could like about this, but like Goldfarb's obsession with it, and even Altano being so over the moon with it. I'm just like, it's like pretty bare environments and the color palette's all right, but it's kind of boring and I'm pretty bored. 
<laughs> well, I bought it on that fucking fire sale over the weekend, so hopefully I don't hate it as much as you guys do. It's, it's not even a hate thing. It's one of these extremes, right, where so many people are like, I right. love this game, that, like, by me saying I don't like it, like, I feel like I, I don't hate it. I just don't – I'm more flabbergasted by the response that people love it so much than I am. Like, I mean, I played through it. I beat it, and I was like, all right, that was, that was fun. I would, I, you know, if, if, if people weren't, if Christine wasn't next to me the whole trip saying how short it was, I probably wouldn't have beaten it. I would have just bailed and done something else. But it's like, well, I'm almost there. I'm getting trophies out of this regardless. <laughs> yeah. It is a really easy platinum. <laughs> Jimmy, is that yours? No. Or do, or do you have um, another game? God, there's a ton of games I play that I don't love. One, man. But you yeah, give everything I, a 9.0. I don't give everything 9.0. That is just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he only uh, reviews games that are 9.0s. Man, there's there's a lot of stuff that I just, you know, like I couldn't hop on the bandwagon for. I like really weird games. Like one of my favorite games there was The Swapper. So take that for what it's worth. But yeah, cool. Tearaway, I just, I don't, I like, I kind of get it, I guess. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I Like I enjoy myself while I'm playing it. And then I get pissed and I stop playing it and I don't want to come back. That's my problem. But yeah, Saints Row 4 was one that everyone seemed to love. But I, like, I would play it and it's just, like, too much of a joke for me. Like, the stuff that I play in it just doesn't resonate with me at all. And the superpowers are cool, but they're kind of janky. They don't work as great as I'd like them to. And, like, I get it in a joke level. But, yeah, that game didn't do anything for me i played like four or five hours and i was like yeah i'm not gonna come back to this that's bad. <laughs> i never even i never even started it i never finished three eden yeah. what game did you just hate this year gta 5 so much Get the oh, what? out i oh. do not want to kill no hoes i do not want to steal a car i do not want to drive said car i don't think that game was built for me <laughs> you don't have to kill oh them. terrible yeah, if you don't kill anybody, though, it's kind of lackluster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, am I right by guessing yours? Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> it was just like, it got all these high marks, and I was, I don't know. You, you already heard it. I, I already went over this. Gone home. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted Rage something different, away. I guess. Mine, I don't know if this counts, but does Candy Crush count? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. is that a you, thing yeah it's you game. hate it because I you just, love it I, <laughs> fuck, no i i just can't i don't get it like i watch people play it i watch people obsess and spend tons of oh, money yeah. on this game and i look at it and i'm like isn't that fucking bejeweled like can i not have a better time playing a pop cap game like oh. i just don't get it i just don't get it but then again have you played I don't it try it's so much i have played than bejeweled it. Yeah, it's it's actually like fairly challenging and stuff. Fairly, shit! So I want to like, throw my phone at the wall. Yeah, so like that's like one of the things is it looks so simple, but it does actually get fairly difficult, and I think that that's part of the hook. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's so. I didn't on the allow cost myself of being pay to win. I didn't allow myself in. Didn't allow it into my heart. So now the 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 big two. What was uh, this one is pretty unanimous. I'm I'm assuming. What was the best TV show this year? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. There you yep. go. I mean, are we all in agreement here? Watched. Nope, nope, nope. Jimmy's never seen Breaking Bad? 
I watched like two episodes. Oh, oh Jimmy. Way back. Jimmy. Way, way, way back. You, you fucked up, Jimmy. You can put I was waiting until it was done. I, I, I said I'd wait till shows are over before I watch them. It's over. I, I don't know. Fucked up bad. I started. I, I was really excited for. Uh, I watched Bates Motel. That was my favorite. And then Walking Dead came out. And then I was like, oh, Breaking Bad's fine. I'll just finish it when. I'll start it when it's on DVD. So that's what I'm going to do. It's on. Just gonna it's wait. on. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Everything with the last oh, yeah, six episodes all on Netflix are on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna watch it. I just like waiting till things are over. Yeah, over. before I watch them. Yeah. Mine was House of Cards. Oh, oh yes. that's another like great that. pick. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I need to and watch that. And to be honest, like Netflix really hit it out of the park this year because Orange is the New Black was probably my second favorite show of the year. I just started that last like, night. Yeah, everyone. Loves oh that. man, it is so good. Really? Yeah. It is all of the good. I have yet to see that. I need to watch it. Yeah, it fills that void that Weeds left once they ended. No. Oh. <laughs> weeds got terrible at the end. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, but Weeds was so good at the beginning, and yeah. that makes me really nervous because Orange is the New Black. It's just the start, so is it just going to get awful? He's like, I hope not. Maybe they learn from their mistakes. <laughs> Maybe. So, I'd like uh... to think so. Wait, one more Jimmy... quick one. Yeah, Jimmy wants to do one here. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I want to do movies. <laughs> Favorite uh, movie? Airbud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know where you got that. Oh, <laughs> and the joke returns. <laughs> I think it's funny. I just don't. I don't get it. <laughs> um, my. <laughs> it is funny. I like uh, the Conjuring. The Conjuring was amazing. Oh, it's so good. To watch the oh. oh. It was, it was good. Oh, I loved it. Vera Farmiga is my favorite actress ever. And I liked how when they were, like, setting up all the ghost hunting equipment, it kind of felt like Scooby-Doo, you know? Like, there's, like, the goofy <laughs> cop and everything, and there was, like, upbeat music. I really liked that movie. And uh, I saw it I saw it at a press screening, which was really fun because the PR people were, like, totally into it. And they were, like, fake screaming whenever scary, pe- scary things happened. So that, like, <laughs> just, they're like, oh, it's so scary. And I'm like, yeah, I know you have a badge. It's not, like, come on. <laughs> But yeah, I like that and Fast Six. Fast Six was another was press movie for me, and that made it. That was what great. about you, Eden? What's your favorite movie? I'm so bad at movies. Like I just watched the first Hunger Games last week, <laughs> so, <laughs> and actually that was probably my favorite movie that I've watched this year, and it's probably only the third movie I've watched this year because I prefer serialized TV a lot more to movies, and I'm not sure why, but. That makes sense. Anthony. Uh, I'm kind of on the spot. I wasn't ready for this one. Um, I wasn't either. Uh, well, I just seen 47 Ronin, and I really liked it, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I had to look up a list to see what came out this year. I've seen so much shit, dude. I can't really. Yeah, this year was great for movies. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff out. Greg, what was the best movie you saw this year? Gravity. Oh, I missed ah, that. I wanted fuck. to see that so bad. Gravity's really, really good. I loved your analysis of it on the Game Over Greggy show where you spoiled the entire movie in two seconds. I was skipping over that so fast. I was like, oh man, I can't, this can't happen. It's when people get all pissy about it that I get mad. And I, I, like, I went out of my way. But to, well, anyways, yeah, I won't get into that. But yeah, like that was the best one. 
I was like, oh, blah, and I didn't even think about it. Like, at no point in my mind did it <laughs> register that my topic in general was a spoiler. Not even, like, for the entire – but to even set up what I wanted to tell Colin about, that I had to spoil, like, at least part of the movie. And so then I just committed to it and ruined it. <laughs> I went that was hilarious. Laugh. It was, was so funny. to ruin things for him, like, and give him incredibly <laughs> specific things. It was so funny, though. It came out – I don't know. It was really funny. I liked Good. it. Oh, uh, can I uh, can I change mine to Into you're gonna darkness? change yours? Yeah, because I had to, I looked up a list, dude. <laughs> All right, what was it? Into Darkness, Star Trek. Ah, oh. uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I yeah. dude, Cumberbatch is the fucking man. <laughs> 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 this shit was tight, man. I really enjoyed it. That's gonna be a quote in one of the tweets this week. I can, I already know it. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I I think I had the most fun this year. I'll probably get fucking crucified by the video by the comic people, but uh, I had the most fun this year with Iron Man three, man. Like, oh, oh I forgot. I, I understand I what they that. did, and and even I was a little irritated with what they did with the Mandarin and everything, but it was fun. Oh, yeah. Aside from that, it was it's just a great fun, flick, dude. Yeah, yeah Stealth I, I Tony like Stark Iron. was awesome. Yeah, I just I think. Ben did an incredible job with <sighs> the character, and it was just fun. Yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the last one. What's the game of the year? Last what was the best fucking game uh, that we played this year? Last I'm of lucky. Us. Yep. How unanimous, yeah, like, unanimous is this one? That that is the best game I played. Is it, but Jimmy? Do, well, that that's the best game I played this year. But like my personal game of the year for. Random Havoc was Dragon's Crown. I love another that. Great wow. game. Yeah, another great that game. Is a, that is a great game. Fuck out of that game. I loved it. <laughs> I had a hard time with this because, like, the ones that made the biggest impact on me were The Last of Us and Gone Home. But Last of Us loses points because it has zombies. And <laughs> They're not zombies. <laughs> not zombies. zombies. <laughs> They're close enough. So, But the game that I played the most, I looked at my origin stats and i've played sim city like over 150 hours this year oh we had and a good sim city binge that was that was my birthday was me and jimmy sim city binging um oh man i skipped over like, worst launch and that was the worst launch this year <laughs> yeah that was pretty bad um, yeah, still pretty that's broken. unanimous as well probably <laughs> yeah well Ouya was pretty bad too yeah, yeah that's oh, what yeah, i wrote yeah, down yeah. but i forgot about sim city yeah but like yeah like they released the expansion pack and it fixed a lot of things that I personally had problems with because they have towers and stuff. Yeah. And it's pretty good. So cool. oh. It still like crashes all the time and has memory <laughs> leaks. And <laughs> I always have like the alert that says that the SimCity servers are down, but it's still better than and more reliable than The Sims. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, mine's, mine's Last of Us. It's good. I sat and I thought and I thought and I thought and uh, this shit. That's that was just the best game that came out this year. Beyond beyond the shadow of a doubt for me. I mean, it, it's yeah. the same for you, Anthony. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That game was fucking amazing. It sucks that it kind of it came out at the end of that that life cycle for that console. I don't know if we're gonna be. Are they gonna be doing another one or? Last of Us. Yeah. I would imagine they'll sequelize it. Or do you think that they did that on purpose, saying this is our blowout for the end of this console? And we... 
yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's an, a really, really interesting question to see, like, where, like, you know what I mean? Like, when you talk to Neil about it, Druckmann, and they talk about the fact that, you know, they didn't, like, he, originally it was, you know, there was all these different reports, right, originally that there was, there wasn't, he never wanted a sequel, and then he could see a sequel, blah, blah, blah. It's like, as well as that did, like, they're at a really interesting point of, do they make a sequel to that, or are they one of the first game studios to really be on par with, like, a movie director, where you can say from the people who brought you Uncharted and Last of Us, here's this next awesome game, and see it right. sell well, right? Because that, that's mm-hmm. been the big fight forever, right, is that most people think that, oh, the new Call of Duty's out, it, Activision made it, they make every Call of Duty, they don't understand that there's different studios connected to it, and where that publisher-developer breakdown happens, and I think Sony saw, and granted, it's hard to say, because it was a game that looked like zombies, and people do love zombies, and they ran TV ads during Walking Dead, and yada, 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 but there still was enough of a groundswell of people who were smart enough to say, this is coming from a really talented group, let's, you know, I mean, you should, we, you should get this, if you have a PS3, you should get this, and then people, that was enough for them, so I don't think it's a slam dunk that they have to make Last of Us 2, and also Naughty Dog is not that kind of studio where Sony's going to be able to pressure them into doing anything, and I don't even know if PlayStation's that kind of company that would do that, but right. it's really, I think, what up to it's up to whatever creative vision they have for the next thing. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think I'd be okay if they didn't. No, yeah. totally. Yeah. We got another Uncharted. It's all good. <laughs> I want a I video want. game without zombies. That's the best. Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted yes. 1 is zombies. Let me suggest going home. <laughs> I Okay, I played that two days ago, right? And I started playing it, and I totally thought there would be zombies because I had been watching Walking Dead all day. And just, <laughs> I guess, everything had zombies lately. So I was just, like, sitting there waiting for zombies. At one point, I went around the corner, and the light flickered. Yes. And I screamed oh, yeah. oh, I and, like, that. hid under the blanket. And I was like, Warren, there's zombies! And he's like, no, there's a book. <laughs> <laughs> a book. <laughs> a I have book. a game for you. It's called Stubbs the Zombie. It's on the original Xbox. Oh, oh yeah. Dude. Remember when we played that shit? Yeah. I think that was the Halo engine, right? Yeah. That was I think that's the only thing, reason dude. I played it. Yeah. It was it was supposed to be by all the creators of Halo One, and it was kind of <laughs> weak. I was so young when that came. Out. When they bring in that when they bring in You're that franchise young. back. <laughs> You have like a year on me, so I have two years on you, and you keep shortening that every time I make fun of you. <laughs> I don't actually know. So. Well, that's pretty much the best of this year. Yeah, I think we have some time for uh, some questions from the audience. Oh, we got let's, a bunch. Let's take, let's take some questions. All right. So from Justin D or at Justin on Twitter, one of the Dash brothers. Yeah. He asks Greg. How sad are you that Mike Mitchell is leaving the house? Oh, it's sad. You know, we love Mike. It's, it, you know, the, some people gave me hell that in the GameOverGregor.com episode where I <laughs> we say goodbye to the table. Uh, I make it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's super sad that the table is leaving. And I, and I say it's not sad that Mike's leaving. I say it's not sad that Mike's leaving because Mike didn't die. Like, I'm still going to see Mike all the time. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing really changes. It's, it's, you know, it's sad to see him go, but. Um, it's not like it's that big of a deal. It's not like he's moving away. He's staying in the city. <laughs> All right. And then Stephen Oz or MXA Ghost on Twitter also asked, um, what is one thing you always wanted to do in life but couldn't? So I think this is a good time to talk about what is one thing you really want to do next year? Hmm. Jeez. 
I want to release this fucking album. Yeah. Yeah, hurry up. (laughs) Uh, I really want to go on tour because I keep saying I'm going to and I've kind of got it planned and ready to go and we're releasing an album too in April. And so I'm really hoping to do that because it sounds like a lot of fun and pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty painful. Yep. Uh, I want to get paid to review a game. <laughs> Just like that's gonna be a milestone for me. That and getting in shape for my dad. Hey Jimmy, I'll yeah. pay you five dollars to review Barbie's Dreamhouse. Um, nope. <laughs> I'll do. Welcome it to your first assignment, Jim. I'll do it for free. That, can you believe that game is twenty five dollars on Steam? Well, you know those the companies who make those like kid games. They don't. They're not in tune with the. How, how to sell a game industry works you know like that's that's like a common thing i guess i don't know i yeah but it's on sale <laughs> for 22.49 i want Greg. the spider-man game and that's 40 dollars eat shit I'm not <laughs> that game i want angry bird star PC. wars on my vita and i don't want to pay 50 dollars for it yeah no shit yeah activision lives in like a different world i think sometimes <laughs> when it comes to pricing how what do you, you, Greg? Yeah, what do you what do you want to do next year, Greg? I don't even know. That's a huge question. <laughs> yeah, very big. Yeah. Uh, keep on keeping on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> be, be better to be better to my fans. I don't know. Uh, make more YouTube videos. Make more IGN videos. Oh, I want to go to London. Oh, nice. There you go. London, Ontario, or London, England. London, England. Not some fucking fake-ass London, all right? <laughs> Northern London. Oh, that's Get what I'm doing in 2014. Yeah. I am going to I'm going to Liverpool and London. Yay. There you go. I forgot. Studying abroad. Are you going with Greg? Uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> you want to come? I'm yeah, going to go sure. see Double Eleven. We're going to... Oh, gonna cool. I know them. Hang out with Kirsten, my favorite. There you go. Yeah. She says Very good cool. things about you. Good. I'm glad. Tell her to, yeah. the checks in the mail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you said yours. Anthony? Um, I just want to finish up this damn instrumental album I've been working on for like four years. Ooh. So. I like that that's a common theme across yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Not for a common me. theme amongst musicians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's about it. What are, the, what are the questions that we have? Uh, Kenneth Rodriguez, so Anthony's brother. Asked... I have a million. <laughs> <laughs> game that had low expectations but ended up surprising you Ooh. Mm. uh guacamelee like i knew drinkbox was super talented like i really really like tales from space but i didn't know what to really make of guacamelee from like little you know uh demos here and there so actually get your hands on it have it be one of my favorite games of the year i thought was pretty impressive sim city because of all the launch issues, and I didn't buy it. Like, I got it on Mac, so I got it a lot later after the launch, and I thought that I would just get so frustrated with it, because usually if a game's buggy, I just quit. And I really like it. <laughs> um, Damn, this is a tough one. Stick it to the man. I didn't... I saw that a while ago, and I was like, ah, that could be good, but it also could be horrible. And then I loved it a lot when it came out. That was a good game. That also received no press. 
<laughs> Even though it got like really high scores and everything too, it's weird. I drink it an eight six. Uh, I Assassin's Creed Four was mine. Yeah, that's a good one. Because after I was so three. yeah, I was so pissed off after Assassin's Creed Three. I I kind of decided after three, and I played through it, and not to say that I didn't necessarily enjoy parts of it, but after three, I told myself. Matter of fact, I told myself out loud that I wasn't gonna. I think I'm done with Assassin's Creed for now, and they burned me too many times. Like it's, it, I'm sick of the same thing every time. And then when AC4, when Black Flag hit, I was super weary. I waited for some reviews to kind of come in to see what people were saying about it, and uh, was very pleasantly surprised because it's it's probably one of my favorite games this year. Did playing on Liberation along with three sour it more for you because i know it did for me like liberation was good for what it was but that was a pretty rough game that that made me hate three more no i mean what (laughs) what made me hate three was just the the fetch quests and everything just the the structure of the game in general like it wasn't necessarily the gameplay and it wasn't even necessarily the story i didn't mind the story i thought the setting was cool it was just that like here take this and give it to this person on the other yeah. side of the map and then once you get there they're like okay now give this to the person that just gave you that and it's it too many like, cutscenes fuck it's like yeah. cutscene 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 yeah and but four has all the tailing missions now so yeah. it's like uh, and I, I know it's a tired subject everybody's talked about it all year so but that, that's probably mine anthony um for me it's gonna go ahead and be uh super stickman golf you guys got me to uh <laughs> to play it <laughs> Dude, I, I just don't dig golf games, you know. Most of the time, I, I really I don't get into them. I'll play them for one match or something, and it's just like fuck this shit. <laughs> but this one, I really I really like it. Like I can't stop playing this shit. Like I'm at work when I should be working, and I'm playing Super Stickman Golf. Dude, I'm so glad you like that game. All <laughs> yeah, I it's like it so a lot. <laughs> it's like one of the best iPhone games for sure. For those of you who don't know, Arlen, who is one of the developers on Super Stickman Golf from Noodle Cake Games, he was on the episode last week, which you should check out. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, was, he was a fantastic guest, too. Yeah. All right. I, we have one last... Oh, we have two more questions. Temezgin Fezahajon <laughs> asks, yeah. favorite game he's played on his PC this year other than SimCity and Gone Home? It was directed at Greg. It was. I'm sorry. The favorite. You cut out for a second on my end. The favorite. What I played. Favorite game you've played on the PC this year, other than SimCity and Gone Home. Are those the uh, only two games you played on? Was PC? there another one? <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just. Real, I'm just real vocal about them. That's all he's talking about. Uh, for me, it was what's his face. Uh, Gunpoint. Oh, yes. I'm saying that right, right? That's the one where you're the spy yeah. and you take a little mission. and It's really funny. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I was a big fan. Big fan. Didn't a guy from PC Gamer make that? I have no idea. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Hmm. No, it's fine. You're allowed to talk on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) Give him no ideas. I'm like Tangent King on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, my game of the year was Burnout Paradise. I forgot to say Burnout Paradise for everything. Oh. Dang it. As I'm sitting here thinking, one thing that I really want to do next year is make a video game. Even if it's, like, as simple as Pong, it's, like, a project I've been kind of trying to do for the past, like, three years of being in computer science. Just want to make something 
and put it out there and see what happens. But last question on a less serious note. Jason Peacock, who has almost a better name than Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite type of Oreo? Oh, golden birthday cake. You got cake quite Oreo. a bit of experience. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, Is that's that the Oreo best. of the year? And that's Oreo of a lifetime, probably. Like, <laughs> like, and they're, but they're only for special occasions. Like, I'd go, I still go berry burst in a daily Oreo fix. Birthday cake Oreos are super rich. They're not, they're, you can't, you can't come in there. They are very rich. Yeah, you can't come in they're there. They're hard to find, too. Yeah, yeah, we have I know. none of these here. There's no special move. fancy Oreos in Canada. You gotta get out of there as quick as you can. <laughs> yeah, we got ketchup chips, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um. All right. So those are all the questions, and we finally got some iTunes reviews. We finally got some <laughs> iTunes reviews, guys. Was that a sentence? <laughs> those were words. I swear. Oh, no, I haven't been recording this whole time. What? Oh. Okay. Well, as promised, every week we're going to read out one review from our lovely listeners to get you guys to uh, review the podcast a little bit more. Um, and you can review us on iTunes. You can find the links on our website or on Apple podcast app thing. And so the latest review comes from Tyler Green, and he wrote a very lovely message. He says, from the first 10 seconds of the first episode, I knew I was going to be hooked. Every member on the show is funny, smart, and talented, except Jimmy. As both a huge gamer yeah. and a musician, <laughs> this podcast is the perfect marriage of the two. I can definitely see this podcast growing into something as popular as Podcast Beyond and the Rooster Teeth podcast. Can't wait uh -oh. to hear more. No pressure, Good luck, guys. guys. <laughs> Love Tyler yeah. Green. So, uh, look out, Greg. <laughs> oh, shots fired. The gauntlet's thrown. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, I'll let Very you. Cool. I'll let you sign us off, Eden, since since you're better at it than anyone else. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. You can find our lovely guest Greg Miller all over the internet, including his YouTube channel Game Over Greggy on Twitter, Game Over Greggy. He does podcast Beyond on IGN, which you can also download on iTunes, and. He's on Up at Noon every Monday on... Wait, when are you on Up at Noon? No, you nailed it. You nailed it. You're doing great. Yeah. Okay. Every Monday on YouTube on the IGN channel. So make sure you subscribe to all of those things. You can find Chris at Life in 24 Frames on Twitter. You can find me on YouTube, Eden Does Stuff. I'm returning tomorrow. And Eden the Cat on Twitter. You can also find Jimmy Champagne on Random Havoc where he reviews games or on... Twitter, which is Jimmy Champagne, and you can find Anthony Rodriguez at Necron99, N-E-K-K-R-O-N-99 on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much, Greg, for coming on the podcast. No, oh, no, thanks for having me. It's been great. Shout out to Portillo. Thanks. He's sleeping on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Next year. Woo. Oh, yeah. Yay. Uh -huh. Peace.